Before sunrise, Burn Dairy and Deli is preparing to fuel your day with hot coffee, donuts, muffins, breakfast sandwiches, and other morning staples. For lunch, grab a giant deli sandwich made the way you like it. Pizza, wings, wraps, or a fresh salad. Plus, something to wash it down. Then pick up dinner or a sweet treat and other pantry essentials. Now you can get your Burn Dairy and Deli favorites delivered with DoorDash. All day, every day, you can count on Burn Dairy and Deli. It's all good. Hi, this is Cal Ripken Jr., and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter back with you all over the major platforms like Spotify, Stitcher, Deezer, you name it, Apple Podcasts, Google. Get it, download it, subscribe, leave those five-star reviews and feedback. It will help an awful, awful lot. We are sponsored by Bet Online and brought to you in part by our good friends at Barks and Rec Doggy Daycare, our friends at Stanley Law Offices, and also Welch & Company Jewelers. Log on to welchjewelers.com today. Shop the jewelry showcase at welchjewelers.com. Do want to give a quick tip of the cap thank you to the Swan and Whitaker families for their support of the program, as well as Brewerton Ace Hardware and Rosie's Corner. Special guest to bring on to the program, he is a graduate of St. Bonaventure University, class of 1988, and he's with Videos for Change, and they've been uh, working really on a developing uh, documentary called The Heart of Bonas Basketball. Uh, it was uh, stalled by the pandemic. It's gaining a ton of great momentum. There are teasers uh, out there right now. I've seen the teaser. It is so great. And if you love Bonnet basketball, if you're a media guy uh, covering the team, if you're an alum or a fan, uh, which I fall into all those categories, this documentary is for you without question. Mike Camoin, class of 88 St. Bonaventure. Mike, thanks so much for coming on, pal. How are you? Mike, thank you for having me. No doubt about it. So I guess where I want to start is just the timeline and where we're at with this with this Heart of Bonas basketball documentary. Um, a teaser is out. Where can people get it? You know, how soon before it's done? Just take me through kind of you know the creation of it. Go back as far as you want up until now and what the future looks like, Mike. Oh, well, you know, yes, the teaser is out. Folks can find it at videosforchange.com. That's my production company. And then there's a link to uh, access it online uh this really started mike in my 30 year reunion that was 2018 and you know you start to look back and the question i had was how did we do this how did we recover because i graduated in 1988 and you know the arc of an alumni is you go away you come back for your five-year reunion you go off to have a family, have a career, and then you start to come back to the university. And, you know, we know in the middle of that was the scandal, and that caused, I know, many of us alumni to feel even more distant from the university. But now here it is, 2018, and uh, Coach Schmidt has brought this team back. We're in the NCAAs, and the question I had was, how did this happen? Uh, the other question, or or in communication, I would say, with fellow classmates who went on to become members of the board of trustee filled me in on how close we became to being a D3 school. Yeah. 
And and I was like, oh, wow, I did not know that. And that brought me in more into this story. And the more I started to ask people, first of all, I thought somebody else has already thought about doing this. And I, you know, looked around and nobody was telling this story, but I continued to get support and interest for it. And so the first time we started to roll camera was in December 2019 at the 100 year anniversary of the Bonna basketball program where, uh, you know, some of that footage shows up in the teaser. So, Mike, we're really at the worst. And, and what happened with the pandemic is it put the project um, on hold for over a year. So here we are now in uh, February 2022, and we're just now at the ground stage. But that that time period gave me time to connect with other people, people like Chris LaPlaca, Mike Vaccaro, Eric Handler, Coach Fred Handler. Um, you know, one thing that Mike Vaccaro said to me was, if you really want to focus on the heart of bodies basketball, you got to get to Fred Handler. Mm-hmm. He truly is. And and sure enough, you know, the baseball field is, is dedicated to Coach Handler. And uh, But this story really needs to go back to the 1950s. Because if you're going to answer this question of how can the smallest school, one of the smallest schools in NCAA compete at this level, survive the scandal um, and compete today, you really, the answers and the clues are in the past. And that's what's exciting is uh, to discover this history. It was always there. But we haven't told that story. Yeah, it's, I mean, look, the the teaser, I, I watched it a couple of times. It, it's great. And, you know, it, it, when the video starts and you start hearing from the Bona greats and you see the shots of campus and you, 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 man, I mean, it just, like, you start to get the chills, you know, watching it. Because I think another thing with, with us as alumni, as you know, is, and this isn't any different from anybody else. It's extremely hard at 18, 19, 20 years old to be, as a human being, mature mentally enough to sit there and every day appreciate what you have and, and where you're at, right? And, and when you graduate, you you get a little older, junior, senior, wow, like this flew by. I wish I had had a couple of years back. We all say that. And then time goes on, and then you almost become more connected and more appreciative as as it goes on, did you find yourself in that territory um, with creating this video? And, and when you start to see the shots of campus and the teaser video comes out and what's next and all that, did you did did you start to feel that appreciation that I'm talking about post you know your time at Bonn as a student? Absolutely. Uh, again, you know, it goes back to that those five year reunions, which I really encourage encourage people to participate. And um, because part of, I mean, basketball is what brings us together as a community. And again, you know, we go back to those years where we struggled, uh, which, you know, unfortunately, I was less inclined to go during those times. Uh, Winning is a part of what brings us back together, but it's also part of our tradition. Like, you know, if you look back at the 1950s, we were invited consistently to the NIT, which was the which was the top 
comfort uh playoff games you know before the ncaa kind of got in uh and and took hold of college basketball yeah. by the mid 60s yep. that started to change but basketball is just something that brought us together and i want to share one thing mike the teaser opens up over olia and then it brings us into the campus and the reason for that is because what I've learned so far, uh, it just in trying to tell this story, is that the community is just as much involved with this basketball team as we are as alumni or as we were as students, Franciscans and administrators. But the community has played a big part of this, and I want to make sure that their story is part of this uh, when we go to tell it. Okay, so speaking of telling it, this is the most comprehensive story. Again, Mike Kamoin, our guest, uh, with uh, with videos for change. Uh, this is the most comprehensive story of Bonnet Hoops using five chapters, right? So can, can you go through the five, uh, Mike? Uh, and, and again, all these eras have really their own story to tell. Absolutely. So if you start with the early years uh, and the 1950s, Eddie Donovan is the coach. Larry Weesey is a player. Um, Jim Sadlin's a player. Whitey Martin. Bob Sassone, which is a key interview we need to get to. Um, now, here's what gets really interesting. Um, there's a fellow named Sam Stiff at St. Francis Brooklyn High School who has his brother, Tom. And... and Sam was a top player. His parents have died. Um, and he makes a choice to come to Bonnie's because they already had a good team going. What becomes the wild card is his brother Tom uh, enrolls at Bonnie's. The next year, Tom has 80 offers to go anywhere in the country. And he comes to St. Bonaventure. So this tradition of winning continues. And and Sam talks about the robberies, the little three, and the armory and Olean. But they also go to play up at the Buffalo Odd. And there's a young kid named Bob Lanier who sees the first black African-American college athletes of that time. And that helps make, make up his mind to come to Bonnie's in the late 60s. So do you start to see how the tradition grows because of, of how players see other players like them? Because we're talking about a mostly white campus, as Sam said, you know, when he arrives in the late 50s. Uh, so that starts to change things. And then you have other players like Freddie Crawford. Uh, who joined the team, and the winning continues through the 60s under Larry Weesey. Uh, and from there, then we then we move into the 70s, Chapter 2, where we have our NCAA Final Four and our NIT champs in 1977. Then we go into this big span where we go from the 1980s to the early 2000s. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ooh. 
my Mike, I survived the oh. five and twenty three Coach DeCarly years. Oh my gosh. In nineteen eighty seven. Now my floor from third Rob sat behind the bench all four years. Back then it was the wooden bleachers. And you went and you reserved as a freshman. I had to reserve those seats for the upperclassmen. <laughs> but that's where I sat for all four years. Well, but guys like Sam Graham came out of Cardinal Hayes. Um, and, and so you start to see, but it goes back to this pipeline that we developed to New York, where we built a reputation that if you come to Bonnie's, you get an education. We're a small school and we value education. And I was just on the phone with Sam Graham and he said, um, when Jim O'Brien came to recruit him at Cardinal Hayes, he said, look, here are things I'm not going to do for you. And here's one thing I am going to do for you. You're going to graduate on time. And that's the factor that gets Sam Graham to come out of Cardinal Hayes and play for the Bonnies. Hmm. Um, we then, so you, you, you we're going to go through the, the 80s into the early 2000s, and then we end up where when you graduated in 2002, just before the scandal yep. erupts. The only way to understand the scandal, I think, is to put in perspective what a fall that was. Oh. Why people took that to heart. Well, there are scandals that come and go in sports, right? Yep. But this is a small school that can't afford it. You know what? It's funny you say it that way because when it happened, when it happened, my first reaction was obviously, oh no. But it, it was, it was, you know what? If this is going to happen at my place, at my school, this small place with no funds and, and, and low enrollment and in the middle of nowhere and, you know, the private institution and a program that not a lot of people may know about on the national scene. If this can happen here without football, by the way, you know, this is an SEC thing. Come on. This is a, this is an Auburn thing. This is a, this is maybe a Kentucky basketball thing. This is a, I mean, Bonaventure really like, that's how I reacted to it. And I, and I said, you know what? All bets are off now, man. If this can happen at Bonaventure, I give up. It's going to ha- it's going to happen anywhere. You know, that's how I reacted. Well, and that's really, you know, why why does that happen? Why did it happen? Uh, we understand how it happened, but put that into a larger context now of the big business of college basketball. You know, your neck of the woods in terms of Syracuse and what that program has become. Um, you know, there's a reason why when we beat Syracuse on their court, it is such um, a feather in our cap because now we're back and we're competing against the biggest of the bigs and we're beating them because we're smart. We're smart at basketball and we're smart at education. And it's the only way a tiny school in Western New York is going to compete and continue to attract the best students and best student athletes. And then it gets into, I mean, the rebuilding, the returning to national relevance, the Mark Schmidt era and all that. And, and I've said it, I I know this season's been very frustrating for all of us, but I've said a couple of times, you know, let's try to also still remember, I mean, this guy, 
what he's done for the school and, and saving us really and his recruiting classes and the development of players and finding players and um, putting us on the national map and winning the A-10 titles and all that sort of thing. It, it's been unbelievable. Um, how much of this do you plan on focusing in on Mark Schmidt? Uh, on Mark Schmidt, uh, he deserves he deserves a chapter. Yeah. You know, that's the upward slope of this recovery. And if I can just go back to how do we come through the, the, the beginnings of this recovery took a lot of people. It took the administration. It took the Franciscans. Um, it took clarity of who we are and who we're not. Um, and it also took the community. Because as you might know, I know it was right after you graduated, but what I learned was the students stopped going to the games. Yep. The players stopped playing for a couple of games and the school got fined. But the students stopped going to the games. So who kept going to the games? It was the community. They didn't miss a game. And that's where J.P. Butler kind of speaks on behalf of the community in the teaser where he says, and he's a graduate of Bonnie's, he, he grew up as a kid sweeping the floors at the body games and then graduates from Bonnie's writing for the Olean Times Herald. But he says, this is our team. And no matter what, that to me was is very important for us to get through those very lean years and give Schmidt a chance to breathe and help us recover, which he does in a way miraculously. By the time Nicholson arrives, it's like, whoa, you know, uh, things have turned around quite a bit. Yeah, there's and, no question. Um, and, you know, what, one thing, too, is, I mean, I thought when that scandal hit, I'm not going to lie to you, Mike, I, I thought I thought that was that was going to be it. I mean, I, I thought there was going to be something. You mentioned D3. I mean, some people were saying, well, out of the A-10, and it's going to be a MAC program, and then it was, maybe it'll be a D2 program, and it was just like, wow, like, you couldn't, you couldn't stop the, the worry, you couldn't stop the assumptions of yeah. what, what the program was going to become, and then obviously they get out of it, and, and now we're, we're all the way here to, to 2022 with the Mark Schmidt era and all that. Um, was there a moment, whether it was pre-Schmidt or after he got there or whatever for you where you, and you can rope the documentary into this as well, but was there a moment for you when you said they're going to be okay? Well, you know, it, it's still at the early stages here where I'm interviewing so many folks and want to get to them. What I know or believe to know, every documentary has a hypothesis. And my hypothesis is that it was at that moment that we looked back at our history and that everybody, we circled the wagons and everybody came to the table to help Schmidt rebuild this program. Um, whether it's in recruiting, um, whether it's just getting us on the right track. Um, you know, there are things I'll save for the documentary, but how we did this is very creative because we went from paying our college coaches 150000 to now 
close to a million dollars. How how do we do that? So it was a it was really a lot of creative and smart people who saw the value. You know, uh, I'm here in Albany, and when Sienna was very competitive in the MAC, and they're coming back, they're on a they're on a nice streak, but they still got some rebuilding. They saw their enrollment like double, triple, or, or at least the app, student applications when they had a winning basketball team. And you see that. You know, you see that with Villanova. You see that with Loyola Chicago. When you have a winning team, this attracts kids to apply to your college. So I think that's something that the documentary will, uh, will cover and get into to answer that. Um, and so that's, that's, you know, I think that's all I've got for you right now on that. But I, but I do want to say that it was, it is looking back at the history to know where we've been in order to be able to be where we are now. Hmm. Um, couple more for you, Mike. Again, Mike Kamoyne, our guest, uh, class of 88, St. Bonaventure, talking about the heart of Bonas basketball, the documentary, the teaser through videos for change. Make sure you go follow their page on Facebook uh, as well, uh, just about our illustrious college basketball program, nestled in the heart of Allegheny Hills, rebounding uh, into relevance despite being among the smallest NCAA D1 athletic programs in the nation. I don't know what the number is. I tried to do some research on this, but there aren't many programs you can walk into a court and look up and see an NIT banner, championship banner, when it mattered now. Not now, but when it mattered, like you said, it was a huge deal back then. And also, uh, you know, see an NCAA Final Four banner. You know, it's very difficult (laughs) to find programs that have those two things. Bana does have that, and yet here we are in the Schmidt era, and we went into this season with all these expectations with – Man, it's, I mean, look at how long it's been since they've won a tournament game, um, you know, and then they obviously beat UCLA, but that was the first four, you know, like getting into the round of 68, but getting in not as a, as a you know, a last four, getting in as one of the 64 and winning one of those games and getting to the round of 32 or winning two and getting to the Sweet 16. Don't you find that crazy how, despite they ha- the fact that they have those banners, Mike, that <laughs> that that we've waited so long to just get one one regular win, so to speak, in the NCAA tournament. You know. Well, I gotta say uh, that's why I love your program, Mike, because I am here at home with my phone, listening to WPIG, watching ESPN Plus, or whether it's on ESPN Two. And I am screaming, pulling my hair out to the point where my wife needs to leave the room. She goes, oh, is this going to be another game where I need to leave? Um, it is hair pulling. Uh, boy, I I really hope that this story, uh, because when you can help us illuminate what is hanging on those rafters in the Riley Center. So when you walk into that place, you are walking into a place that has a tradition of winning. And that's a mindset. As much as anything else, that's a habit. That's, that is an expectation. You know, I, I think you can win now. Uh, and, and that has to be a belief. 
you got to have the chemistry. Um, and, and everyone's got to believe in each other. But then you got to go out and execute. Uh, so, you know, you know, as my son will say, Dad, he's, he's 16. He's like, Dad, you're not the coach. <laughs> I still think I'm a fan back at third Rob sitting behind the bench as if I have some say in the game. Like I'm in the huddle with the team. Uh, you know, you just want to light a fire under them. I just want to let them know that we believe in you. And uh, we're definitely, you know, we're, this is just an incredible alumni base. Uh, we're there for them. They're there. They're for us. And, and, and the beauty of it is with Bonaventure, here I am 34 years out. I'm more connected. I feel more connected to the university than ever. I do too. I do too. I think as the years go on, you know, and, and I think a lot of it has to do with, you know, when current students reach out to me and they're like, Hey, you know, uh, I found you on Twitter and we follow each other back and forth. And then I help, you know, a student get an internship. And then, uh, you know, and now you look at these guys, I mean, the, <laughs> gosh, if, if, if I had the opportunity back in the day at WSBU, uh, to go to the Super Bowl for crying out loud at, you know, the press <laughs> row and then Josh Allen walks by and they take a picture of Josh. I mean, these kids are 19, 18, 19, 20 years old. It's just, it's amazing what has developed at Bana, the J school and, and all the new buildings and, and, and the donors and all the rest of it. I, I wanted to close on uh, two more things. The, the first one is. Do, do do you ever sit back in in astonishment that look we're not Duke Kentucky Michigan State Syracuse Georgetown Villanova the list goes on and on and on Kansas we're not those programs we're not the blue bloods we're we're who we are but yet we treat our program like those other programs I mentioned our our Duke is is Bonnie's hoops our Kentucky our Kansas is Bonnie's hoops do you ever sit back and just are astonished at how much we care and what has become of this Bonna cult in that regard, how we treat the program like those other fans treat their blue blood programs. But this is, this is Bonaventure. This isn't Kansas. This isn't Kentucky. Do you ever think about that? Do you ever just sit back and just go, wow, this, this has just been, this is unbelievable how we do this. I think it's extraordinary and I love it. Um, you know, I'm in my mid fifties and I still feel so young to be able to cheer for this team. Uh, and I gotta tell you, I know I'm harping on this, but go back to the history in the fifties. It was Bonaventure. They were putting up the all American players. These guys were going into the pros. Duke wasn't even on the map. You didn't have, you know, Carolina wasn't on the map until after that. You got to remember, we were in at the beginning, and we can be there again. Uh, obviously, there are many things have changed with college basketball, but I love our heart, uh, and 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 that's why that's the title, the heart of Bonas basketball. You know, it still it keeps beating, and it's got a stronger pulse than ever. Uh, and and there was a time when you know, obviously, that wasn't the case. But it's back, and and it's fun. It's fun to be a part of this uh, team, and it's it's fun to be a part of this school. Um, and I just want to, if, if I could just throw in a couple points, please, Mike. And that is, and I want to weave in here the voice of the Franciscans. This is the oldest Franciscan institution in the United States. 
you know, it's part of who we are. And it is something that brings us together, you know, basketball, as do other sports and other uh, disciplines. This is certainly the big one. Um, and I just want to put out a request to your listeners that if anybody, particularly in the only in Allegheny and near, nearby Cataraugus County, has a shoebox of 8-millimeter or 16-millimeter footage from the 50s or 60s that they know Dad took them and they're somewhere in the shoebox. Because here's another thing I learned is that and it's just a little thing, but it's a, it's a fun anecdote. I didn't know this, Mike. Players give the season ticket holders, the traditional season ticket holders, their tickets in person. They go door-to-door preseason and drop their tickets off. So imagine Oshun Oshuni'i and and Kyle Lofton showing up and knocking on your door and saying, here, thank you for, for coming out. Here's your tickets. Um, you know, that this is, a, this is a, you know, and so I'm hoping that people took those pictures over the years and, and might want to get in touch with us um, at Videos for Change and share them. Maybe we can find a way to get them into the story. Um, there's just so many pieces of it that, that do need to be told. And we are on this brink where we have to do this now because we don't want to lose any more stories without having them recorded. And so, you know, people are already uh, uh, sending in donations. Uh, We have an online uh, fundraising campaign that you can get to from videosforchange.com. But now is the time for us to tell this story and, and let folks know we belong here. Yeah. You know, we belong where we've been. Yeah, no doubt. You know, you know it, it's funny you brought up the the, the the thing about Bonaventure being there before, you know, even in North Carolina. I just got done watching part two of the tournament, which is the history of ACC basketball. And I remember about a year or two ago, I had Derek Wittenberg on, and he was on, on the show, you know, teasing it, the, the, the NC State basketball great. And it's amazing because back in that, in those days, you know, it was created where you you had to win the ACC tournament to get into the, to the NCAA tournament. I mean, you you could have gone undefeated in the regular season, but won, you know, not made the tournament if, if if you had not won the your conference tournament. And so, you know, with with obviously the amazing players that North Carolina eventually got, but it started with you know Lenny Rosenbluth. It started with you know Frank McGuire, who led the Tar Heels to that national championship in in '57. Um, you know the perfect season, but before that was was Bono. Yeah, it's 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 such a great thing. History is important. People need to know about it. Um, before I I let you go, I got one more. What what do you as as this goes on, um, in, in the five chapters? What do you envision and hope? You know, people will say about this documentary. You know, what, what do you hope they'll say about it when the when the product is complete? Well, one is, I hope they say, wow, I did not know that. I did not know that. And this now brings me closer to St. Bonaventure. Um, And this is a can-do place. And holy cow, um, would it be great if they go out and do it again and people will say, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. that's to be expected because that's their legacy. Oh. Well, this was a lot of fun. I, I knew it would be, again, the heart of Bonas basketball. 
the plan, of course, to tell the most compre- comprehensive story of Bonnet Hoops using five chapters, the early years, 50 to 60s, final four and NIT champs in the 70s, big business of college athletics, 1990 to the 2000s, and then rebuilding and returning, of course, snubbed and triumphant in the 2010s, and the national relevance part, the Mark Schmidt era, you name it. It's all a part of Videos for Change. Make sure you go like the Facebook page, visit the website, go check it out on YouTube. Heart of Bonas Basketball teaser and uh, more coming here uh, in this documentary as well. And uh, we thank uh, our good buddy, uh, Mike Camoyne, for coming on to the program, Class of 88, St. Bonaventure, um, who's putting this thing uh, together and making it happen with videos for Change Productions. Mike, thank you so much for coming on, and uh, can't wait to meet you down the line, pal. Mike, I hope people are listening. Um, Remember, coming up is 80s weekend. I'll be there. If you're there, I'd love to chat with you and others, and uh, go Bonnies. The ML Sports Platter is all over the major platforms. Go ahead and download, subscribe, leave feedback, and a five-star review. couple of messages here. Grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash believe or use the code believe. That's B-L-E-A-V to get up to 70% off your NordVPN plan plus one additional month for free. It's also risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guaranteed. A quick message as well from our friends at Bet Online. Bet Online, where the game starts. The fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games. Not just football here, right? That, that we've just come off of with a full year from basketball to hockey to boxing and UFC. It's the best in the business right now. It, it really is. Bet Online is your place to go from sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Bet Online is your number one online wagering destination. And you can sign up right now and receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B L E A V, to get started. Bet Online, a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. And finally, a quick message from Masterworks. Hey, it's the investing platform that lets you buy shares representing an investment in art form from icons like Picasso, Monet, and more. All you have to do is go to masterworks.art slash believe. That's masterworks.art slash B-L-E-A-V. See important disclosures at masterworks.io slash disclaimer. Unbelievable conversation with our good pal Mike Kamoin, class of 1988 at St. Bonaventure University. Videos for change. Go check out the website. Go check out YouTube. Go follow the Facebook page. Plenty of people will be involved in this thing. And uh, as Adrian Wojnarowski from ESPN says, a fantastic project. I'd prefer to allow the participants in the Bonner story. School officials, coaches, and players take center stage. It's their story and their accomplishment. Can't wait to see it. And I think we all share that sentiment. We can't wait to see this in full. The teaser is out now. The heart of Bonner's basketball. Make sure you go to make sure you go to that videos for change website and uh, make a donation as well to help with the project. Cannot wait to watch this thing as it develops with those five chapters. Hey, who knows? Maybe six. Uh, the early years, Final Four, and NIT champs, big business of college athletics, rebuilding, snubbed, and triumphant, returning to national relevance as well. I'm Mike Lindsley. This is the ML Sports Platter. We are brought to you by Welch & Company Jewelers, Camillus Golf Club, Ken's Auto Detailing, and our terrific friends at Rosie's Corner. If you're in and around Central New York, stop by for the comfort food all week long. Meatloaf Monday, Turkey Slop Tuesday, Chicken and Biscuit Wednesday, you name it. Fish Friday, and a heck of a lot more. Pizza wing combinations are always available at Rosie's Corner right there in front of the Burton Bridge off the Bartell Road exit in Burton. If you are in and around Central New York, Rosie's Corner is a must-stop for lunch and dinner. Thanks for listening. As I always tell you, enjoy the games.
thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.